Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. Straight out of uni, I fell into a job in television and for me, I was earning more money than I ever had and more money than I knew what to do with at that point. I'd gone from being a poor uni student to being a freelancer earning pretty good money for for what I was doing, actually very good money for what I was doing and had all this expendable income. So I found a way to spend that money and just after the interview with uh, Tom Cartwright, which was the previous episode to this one, he was talking about his gambling and how what an impact they used to have. Like he'd do his whole paycheck in a in an afternoon or in a day, and the pattern around that. And I said it even through the interview for those of you that you listened to it. Like it just reminded me of like my own addiction in that at that time so i went from being a a drinker that uh used to get into all sorts of uh craziness which i might share on some other episodes i will share on some other episodes to suddenly like oh cool this is you know this is interesting like when i was only earning uni money i was watching other people and there was some sort of uh lure to it but um now i had all this money and i'm like oh well i'll just put a little bit in and and of course what happens when you do any sort of that that gambling with poker machines or card machines is you're gonna have a win and sometimes that win can be a little bit large and then when you have those sort of wins you get a real rush from it and then you get a bit of a uh, love of that rush and you want more of it. And there was actually a time where I had a few like sort of significant win. I'm talking about four-figure wins where suddenly it's like, oh, man, I-, I want more. I want more of this sort of rush. And also because then you can shout at your friends and all these sorts of things and, and it just becomes this pattern. And then, of course, you know, win every time. It was, it was when I was bored on a night out, I would go and do that to, to try and recreate that that rush. I was chasing the rush. And what ends up happening is you can lose a lot of money quickly chasing that rush. Uh, for those in Australia, well, it doesn't have to be Australia, but most of his guests are Australia, but the Howie Games podcast, uh, he interviews sports people, not necessarily about their career, but sort of before before, during, and after the career, more of their life. And one particular guy there, Brendan Favola, talks about how his gambling addiction and how he would 
he would have massive ups and massive downs and just couldn't stop himself. So it's 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 a thing and just the more money that you have to play with like he had and the more you use. And so well, it was in the same position, obviously not the same figures, but I wasn't on those sort of salaries that a professional sports person plays, but same thing. I was, I was bringing myself back down to my default level of wealth, I guess. And I would get my bank statements in two envelopes because there were so many pages. So I'd be like, I'll get $50 out. I'll get one more $50 out. I won't get any more after that. And then one more 50 and then one more 50. And there might be, there might be a 20 because I'm like, oh, I can't go 50. That's crazy. I'll get 20. And then I'll go back to 50s. And then the last entry of the night would be like $10 at the, uh, at the service station at the garage, which would just be feeding my face of crap food and yeah so that was a bit of a pattern and i'm um, falling asleep places too but again that's another pattern but what i what i know from from the drinking from the gambling in particular was just chasing the feeling i'd suppressed so many of my feelings since i'd been a sort of early teen that that i was just chasing anything that would allow me to feel and the the rush of winning was just was something like nothing else well, it was probably like something else. It was like, it was like uh, what it's like in sport when you have those moments. But then you could actually recreate it at other times of the day, and it's like, wow, man! And I and I wasted a lot of money until I reached the point when I was able to find that fulfilment in in other areas. Probably thinking about it now it would have been around the time of having my first child would have massively contributed to that. Uh, also at a time where I had some sort of purpose around my money, which was actually having my own home. So my wife and I managed to scrounge together enough to buy a, a unit, buy an apartment. And, um, yeah, and then and things changed. But but what I am now, I didn't know at the time, but I now know it was chasing that rush. And then you go on different journeys of, okay, trying to recreate that rush other ways, like perhaps playing sport, too many too many different things going on i was playing a heap of different sport at once trying to chase that rush instead of just trying to come back to to center and finding more of that joy and fulfillment in other areas of my life because the chase of the rush is actually searching fulfillment searching for the feeling and it's funny the more that you can allow yourself to experience the full spectrum of emotions stop suppressing change that pattern start finding more fulfillment in in your day-to-day and there's less of that need to chase it elsewhere. And it's a great place to be. So the the message from this particular episode is if you have got those tendencies to do uh, behave in a certain way that you then regret later, just ask yourself, what is it you're actually chasing? What is the behavior trying to fulfill in you what need are you trying to meet through that behavior? Because with that awareness, it, you'll be able to change. You'll be able to have a look at, well, okay, that's what I'm actually chasing. Well, then how do I replace that with something that, and I'll tell you, this is absolutely possible. Not only that will feel as good as that, it will actually feel better. And that is possible. And I didn't believe that back then, but the more you can find what it is that brings you your natural zone of genius when you find more purpose in your life and you can have experiences you can enjoy experiences that are like nothing else you've experienced in any other part of life 
and that's when life gets really exciting, really meaningful, and uh, yeah, you really start to develop that ability to back yourself at a whole other level. It's a magic place. Enjoy your day. I'll speak to you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.